Hi podcast listeners, my name's Prash and welcome back to another episode. In this week's episode, you'll hear about the new safety features in the updated driver app, along with the second half of our interview with Fred Jones about Uber's future plans. But before we jump into our main topics, let's hear an update from our legal team about the recent Court of Appeal hearing. Hi everybody, this is Jonathan in the legal team here at Uber. Following some of the messages and some of the press you'll have seen recently, I just wanted to come on to give you all an update on the Employment Tribunal case. As a recap, uh, you may remember this is a case about whether or not uh, some of the drivers were workers or whether they were self-employed. This dates back to how the app worked in July 2016 and was brought by some of the claimants who, who haven't used the app for a few years now. You will remember we, we lost that case back in 2016, and this is the latest stage of the appeal. So our legal team presented at court very well. We made many of the points that we've made before, such as the self-employed nature of the industry, private hire and taxes, uh, and how that's been the same for, for decades. We also sought to challenge some of the initial points from the Employment Tribunal, all of which is available on, on our blog if you want to read and, and recap um, we, we didn't get a decision uh, on, on Wednesday. As is standard in these cases, the judges will go away and have a think about it and come back with a more detailed written decision. At the moment, we don't know when that decision is going to be coming out. Um, it could be in December, it could be early 2019. And at the moment, we don't have any indication of when that will be. Uh, so at the moment, there's there's nothing to tell you about when we will get it. But obviously, of course, when that decision comes in, uh, we will reach out to you through the blog, probably through a podcast and also through the app to tell you about the case and what it means and what the next steps are. Thanks very much. So next up, let's talk safety. Recently, Sachin Kansal, our global head of safety product, visited the studio to talk to Hugh, our head of safety in the UK, about the safety toolkit. In this interview, you'll hear about the new in-app features and how we're building these products to help keep you safe on the road. Hey podcast listeners, my name's Hugh Bevan. I'm the safety lead for the UK and Ireland. And as our guest this week, we have Sachin. And why don't you tell us a bit about yourself and your role at Uber? Absolutely, it's so good to be here, Hugh. Uh, Hi everyone, my name is Sachin Kansal. Uh, I manage our safety products at a global level based in headquarters in San Francisco and very excited to be here today in London talking to all of you. That's great. So to kick off, could you tell us a bit about the new in-app features that have been developed as part of the recent announcement? Yeah, uh, it's very exciting. Today we are announcing several enhancements to both the rider experience and the driver experience. Let's talk about some of the features we are bringing to the new driver app. We are introducing a safety toolkit for our drivers which is going to be a permanent icon on the map, right on the home screen. So drivers have quick access to safety features, such as the ability to share your trip with your trusted contacts, as well as being able to call emergency if you ever need help. Okay, great. So could you tell me a bit more about the trusted contacts feature? Does that mean drivers are gonna be able to sort of share their location a bit more easily? What's changing here? Exactly. So we already have a feature in the application which allows drivers to share their location with a friend or a family member so that they can have peace of mind and they can be on the map. The family member can view the drivers on the map and rest assured. 
now we are putting that feature front and center right on the home screen as part of the safety toolkit. So without having to hunt and peck for the feature, all they can do is they just tap a button and they can start sharing their trip. So it make, makes it much easier for uh, all our drivers. That's great. And just to pick up on the second one, I know it's um, something that we get asked a lot about, but it's the emergency assistance button. And perhaps you could just talk about how that's going to work. Uh, yeah, this is uh, something that we have heard loud and clear from drivers as something that they would really like to have in the app. So if they ever need emergency help at the tap of a button, they can call uh, law enforcement. They can call 999 uh, in the UK. Uh, the way that works is as part of the safety toolkit. This is one of the features. Again, that is right front and center. They tap on it which will bring them to a screen where they will be able to see their exact GPS location. Remember when you call emergency, the most important information that the call takers need is your location information. Because in an emergency, every second counts. So when you are on the phone with the call taker, you can tell them, I'm exactly here, they can find you much faster, and that can get you the emergency help you know, exactly when you need it. That's great. And obviously there's, there's stuff coming out for riders too. Could you just talk a little bit about the features that are going to be launched there? Yeah, there are several other things that we are launching both for riders as well as drivers. So let's talk about some of them. For riders, we are also introducing a safety toolkit. Uh, they will have the ability to uh, set up trusted contacts and share trip as well as call emergency on their side as well. We are also introducing a safety center uh, for our riders where they will have information about what is Uber doing for safety on the platform as well as what can they do to keep themselves safe. For example, we want to make sure that riders before they get in a car, they check that they have the driver's photo and name and they check that as well as they check the license plate of the vehicle to ensure that they get in the right car, which is very important both for the riders as well as the drivers. Going back to features on the driver app, so in addition to the safety toolkit, we are also introducing something called the insurance hub. We have heard from drivers that sometimes it can be hard to stay on top of details related to what is their insurance coverage when they're driving for Uber. Well, all of that changes with the insurance hub because now at the tap of a button, they will have information such as what is my policy number, what is my date of coverage, which is what is my what is my coverage level, including the partner protection plan that we recently launched with AXA. All those details are going to be available in the app. That's great, fantastic. Obviously, you know these are all coming out now, and it's great. But but what drove the decision to launch these now? We've been talking to our drivers for a long time now, trying to understand what their needs are, what will make them feel safe, what will give them peace of mind. Uh, so we've been working on these and that's you know that's how my team operates. We, we, we talk to our customers, we talk to drivers, and we learn what they want. And we've been building these features over the last, uh, I would say several quarters, and very happy to now finally bring them to the market, bring them to the UK today. Great, and so you feel like you've you've really managed to get that that input from around the world to understand what are the most important uh, features from from the driver side really and bring them bring them out 
Yeah, absolutely. We think that's the best way for us to build our products where we get feedback from the ground, from, from the drivers, because they are the ones who are in the car several hours a day uh, doing an amazing job. And to understand from them what their needs are is the best way for us to get product input. And then our job is to then bring technology on how do we solve those problems. And that's what we have done now. We have applied technology to solve some of those problems and hopefully drivers will enjoy those features. That's fantastic. So, you know, big question is what else could we look forward to to having in the UK in the future? Where's where's the sort of safety future going really? Yeah, that's a great question. Safety is a top priority for Uber, and uh, that priority means that we'll continue working. This is not one and done for us at all. We have an ongoing roadmap of safety features that we will continue to work on. And the way we think about safety features, they range from even before you began a trip, we want to make sure you have the flexibility, you have the information you need, such as the insurance hub that I talked about that is available all the time, to when you're on trip, we want to make sure you have the right set of information and tools available when you're on trip. And then even after a trip has ended, if you need some sort of support, if you need to let us know that you need help in some way, we'll continue to work on that. In addition to that, we are also investing in technologies where we may be automatically able to determine that something is potentially going wrong on a trip and that either the rider or the driver may need help. So more on that later, we are spending a lot of time, energy, uh, and resources on solving problems like that. And I'm very excited in the future to bring those back to uh, all of you and talk about those. That's great. Thanks very much for taking the time to come to talk to us and uh, look forward to, to hearing more about those announcements in the future. Thank you, it was great to talk to you. If you want more information on any of these newly launched tools, just head to the description section of this podcast and click through to the dedicated safety blog. Last but not least, it's over to Fred Jones for an overview of some of Uber's plans for 2019. If you missed the first part of that interview, make sure to check out episode 75. So moving on to exploring the app. For those of you who've driven with Uber for a while, you'll know just how much the app has changed uh, in a few short years. And really, this is one of the areas that we invest a huge amount of time and money and people to really make sure it's as good as possibly can be and a great partner for you when you're on the road. But what was really interesting about this new app that we've launched is how we went about it. And so actually what drives the improvements you see day to day uh, and that you see in the new version of the app is actually feedback and ideas from yourselves. So when we realized that the old one wasn't really fit for purpose, that it was really hard to track your earnings and see how much you had made, when it was impossible to see what was going on the screen because it was just so cluttered with information, when you realized and told us it was super easy to miss important information because there was no single place where you could see notifications from Uber. We brought all that together and we actually created a group and a team of drivers and couriers, not just here in London, the UK, but across the world, that helped us design the new app. We built it, they helped us test it, they provided feedback on the things that were working and not, and they really helped us come up with the product that we're hugely proud of today and we started rolling out just a few months ago. And so I think it's fair to say we've had a few teething problems in rolling this out, which perhaps could be expected from just a change of this magnitude. And so another important thing of the app, and one of the things that we've really been prioritizing over the past 12 months is your safety. We deeply care about the safety of riders and drivers on the app. It's an absolute priority for us, and you know, concerns were raised in this respect to us over the past 12 months. 
And so just this week, we've announced a range of new safety features for both yourselves and passengers that you can now access through the, through the app. So one of the things that we heard consistently and that we really don't want is for you ever to feel alone when you're out on the road and perhaps in a dangerous or unsettling situation. So in addition to the 24-hour phone line, which we recently launched, so you can finally speak to someone from Uber if you've got an issue, if you need emergency assistance, you now straight through the safety toolkit, you can call 999 and speak to the emergency services. And when you do that, not only are you put through very simply to kind of the professionals who can respond to your immediate need, but also your location is shared, which will help them respond um, as quick as possible and come to your assistance uh, should you ever need it. Obviously, I hope that actually this is a feature that none of you have to use, but it's now available straight through the app. You can also, in the safety toolkit, manage access of sharing your location with friends and family and loved ones when you're out on the road, so you know that someone's always got eyes on you and know exactly where you are. There's also a bunch of other safety features that we're currently testing and hoping to roll out in the UK very soon that I wanted to share with you. So the first one, which we're trialling in the US at the moment, is around automatic accident detection. So through the gyroscope on your mobile phone, we're able to detect whether you've been in an accident. And so rather than waiting for you to be okay to, to call us and reach out to us, we will be able to proactively get in touch with you to check that you're okay, providing any assistance you need to yourself or your passengers. So like I say, this is a feature we're testing in the US right now. Uh, and when it's ready and it's working, we're hoping to bring to the UK as soon as possible. Another feature is one that's actually behind the scenes. So as you all know, you know drivers have ratings and, and riders have ratings as well. And we do ban riders who have a poor rating and have displayed unacceptable behavior on the app. But one of the things we're working on now is getting much better at detecting a lower level but concerning pattern of behavior uh, that riders exhibit. So hopefully we can intervene and ban them from the app before a more serious incident occurs. And hopefully this will create a situation where you feel much less stressed on the road and much more confident that you only get good passengers and riders into your car. So what about the future of Uber? As I said, it's, uh, it's a company that is, is changing at a very phenomenal and fast rate. And I hope you've seen they've been working really hard over the past 12 months to improve your experience on and off the road. But we're not going to stop there. We've got a number of really big things planned over the next 12 months. And I wanted to share a couple of those with you today. But first of all, I think it's only right that I just spend a few minutes talking a little bit about our London license. So needless to say, it's been a hugely tough year for Uber in London. But I'm really pleased also to say that we're slowly coming out the other side. The court's decision in the summer to renew our license was a huge relief, not just to me, hopefully to you and, and, and the rest of the team, but also a fantastic chance for us to demonstrate, not just to the court, but to Transport for London, that we take your and our passengers' safety extremely seriously. And the huge changes we've made up until the court case, both through the app, some of our processes, but also our governance changes and the new board we've created, are here to stay and to last. So we now have a 15-month license, and we're also in a much more regular dialogue with TFL, which is only a good thing because we can now be much more responsive to any issues that they might raise uh, now and in the future. So I think that's a really positive development, and it was unfortunately a situation that didn't exist before. We've also started working with TFL in a number of ways outside of the day-to-day -day need as a private hire operator. So one such example is sharing anonymized trip data. 
So this will help TfL better manage city planning, better tackle and understand the causes of congestion. Uh, and hopefully it's just one of the great examples of how we're determined to be not just a responsible private hire operator, but also a really good partner to TfL and the City of London more widely. So I think you can uh, expect us to continue our focus on, on public safety uh, and hopefully the release of many new features over the coming months, but also a number of initiatives to really demonstrate that we're part of London's future and can be a great partner to this amazing city. So what else are we going to do in the next uh, 12 months? So we talked about in the video just before I came on and in my introduction a little bit about Uber Engage. So one year ago, we worked with drivers to develop this new initiative to basically answer the question, how can we give you a much greater voice in our business? Back when I joined Uber and I launched Bristol, it was really easy to get feedback from drivers because, well, there was 15 of them. You could get feedback, you could make changes. And it's been difficult to maintain that level of interaction as we've grown so quickly. So Uber Engage is really designed to, to address that problem. So we ran a few pilots uh, in cities across the UK. So Portsmouth, Southampton, Brighton, Merseyside, and in the northeast of London. In each of these cities, we created a driver advisory panel with five drivers that sit on this panel. So we had 25 Uber Engage advisors in total, and they have been absolutely fantastic. These advisory boards acted as representatives for the wider driver group. They were able to escalate important issues to Uber, raise concerns, give us some really good ideas uh, of things that we weren't doing that we could. And then, frankly, we've been working very closely recently just to help us check decisions and things that we want to change to make sure that they're good decisions. And it was great. We've actually got our global CEO, Dara, in London. He was in London yesterday and he is today. And he had an hour meeting with some of those advisory group drivers, and he really valued the session. There were actually some really tough questions put to him, which was, which was good to hear. And, you know, so these advisory groups, it's not just for show, they actually have a direct channel to, to right to the top of the shop to some of the most important people in, in Uber, not just in the UK, but globally. So the program's been a great success, but it's been quite limited because we've only been in these five cities. So in 2019, I'm really proud to announce to you today first and foremost that we're going to scale this program across the UK in 2019, and we're going to start here in London and grow the number of uh, advisory panels we have in London and really elevate the voice of London drivers in our business. So look out for news in, in the coming months around that. So second big announcement and big focus for 2019 is around air quality. And we've got really big plans in this area. So next year, we'll be launching our clean air plan here in London. And this plan is about how we can help all of you transition ahead of the regulations into fully electric zero emission vehicles as soon as possible on our roads to become fully electric in London by 2025. And the reason for this is air quality is just such an acute issue for all of us, all of us who live in London and for our families. Um, and we really want to be part of the solution. And it's not just our focus. What I've been really encouraged over the last 12 months is just how much traction electric vehicles have got in the wider industry. So we're now seeing many more car companies announcing new electric vehicle models at much more affordable prices and with much better range that make them applicable for Uber drivers on the app. And so from next year, early next year, we'll be applying a clean air fee on every trip for riders. And so this clean air fee will be 15p per mile and every part of that will go towards assisting you into upgrading, either buying or renting, uh, a new electric vehicle over the coming years. And so that means everyone here 
will, will have the financial help they need to make that transition when it's right for them. So just to give you an idea of what that means, for a driver that, if you do typically 40 hours a week, you can expect to get assistance of around £3,000 in two years' time, around £4,500 in three years' time, depending on, you know, give or take how many miles you drive on the app. But that sort of level of assistance. And in total, we hope to direct over £200 million direct into your pockets to help you make that move into electric vehicles over the coming year. And we anticipate that around 20,000 drivers will be able to move into an electric vehicle by the end of 2021. You know, this is a really big multi-year initiative. We acknowledge just the size of the challenge and the difficulty of moving into an electric vehicle, but this is a commitment we're making over many, many years, all the way to 2025. And so finally, one of, the, one of the things that really made the last 12 months different was just how much we invested uh, in marketing our services to riders across the country. And one of the things I was really proud of, which, which was a real difference, was being able to elevate just the fantastic service that you provide to people day in, day out, 24 hours a day on the streets of our cities across the UK. And one of my favorite marketing initiatives that we did was actually a mini TV show called Where To Britain. So we did this in conjunction with Channel 4, and essentially it was just cameras in cars following drivers in cities across the UK, just capturing those magic moments um, as they transported people around their cities. You know, some were really funny, some were really heartwarming, some, frankly, were just really weird. But it was great TV, and we, we received fantastic feedback. So if you haven't seen it, you can go online, you can go onto Four On Demand, and you can watch the six kind of mini-episodes. Uh, but I was just going to play you a quick clip now, if you haven't seen it, um, of some of my favourite moments. Where are we going to? Meet the people driving the nation. See those one, guys? Yep. Every day is different. <laughs> and I've picked up every type of person you can imagine. Some days you get to meet famous people. Which one of you goes to the local supermarket? I do that. Man. What's the price of milk? Oh. Um, <laughs> what? what <am> I... <laughs> It's like 90p. Do you pay for a bag? Nah, I bring my own bags in the car. <laughs> Where to, Britain? Now on all four. We hope you enjoyed today's episode. As always, if you have any feedback, please submit it at t.uber.com slash UK podcast. Drive safe and have a good one.